Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning, Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Top of the morning, Valacita. Good morning, Declare Victory. Um, can you please keep me lifted in your prayer? Yes, this is Sister Sabrina. Yes, it is. Okay. I'm writing it down now. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You too, Sister Sabrina. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. Good to hear your sound. Yes, got her back all the time. Oh, I miss you, sister. He's an amazing God. He's a good, amazing God. Amen. Hallelujah. That sound too, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't been. I've been out of work. I love her so much. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Hey, sister. You just brighten my heart, my just my whole world this morning hearing you. Oh, that's beautiful. Good morning, yes. Moxie. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Good Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hi, Mona, Moxie, and, and, and beautiful, beautiful lady over there. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hey, Brother Michael. (laughs) Good morning, pretty. Good Good morning, Brother Michael. Good to hear both of you. Sorry. Likewise, sorry about that. No problem at all. And happy Wednesday to both of you. Did I hear someone else speaking? Good morning, Valacita, Natasha. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Declare with Three Family. Good morning, Natasha. Happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Good morning, Valuable. Good morning. Is this Restorated Rochelle? That was joyful. But here go Restorator saying good morning. That was joyful, though. We in the choir stands this morning. (laughs) Sorry about that. I was going to wait. You're right. It's joyful. Good morning, Valuable. Good morning, Declare Victory. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much, Joyful. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Valuable. Good morning. I was like, good morning, Tosh. Girl, look at you up early. Love you. (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday to you. Good and morning. This is D2. Happy Wednesday. I hear my crew on the line. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> hey. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you. 
Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. This is Kevin. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Kevin. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Valuable. This is Sonia, a.k.a. Baby Spice. Good morning, Good morning. everyone. Good to hear you sound, Baby Spice. Happy Wednesday to you. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy- I'm sorry, I cut you off. Sorry about that. Go ahead. This is Renee. I'm saying good morning. Oh, good morning and happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Same to you. I'm at work, so I'm going to have everybody on mute. Okay. <laughs> have a blessed day at work. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Valuable. Can we keep Bubbly on the prayer list for her healing and um, encouraging her heart and her, just encouraging her and lifting her up? Yes. Thank yes. you, Maynard. Yes. I'm writing it down now. Valuable is pretty. Yes. Can we keep the Glovers lifted up? Yes. For healing. Mm-hmm. And... Just cover their household. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning. This is Chastity. Good morning, Chastity. Happy Wednesday to you. Happy Wednesday to you all as well. Thank you. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the remainder of February, where our monthly theme is entitled Surrender. Each declarer will focus on the process, necessity, and value of a surrendered lifestyle and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you maybe believe in the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with the Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org, 
or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declare victory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some prayer requests. The first one is from Brianna the Backer. She is asking for prayer for Drea. She's a victim of domestic violence. Uh, please pray for strength, healing, peace, and comfort for her and for her to have a closer walk with God. She's also asking for prayer for the young man as well. Sabrina is asking that we continue to keep her lifted up in prayer. Rochelle is asking for prayer for bubbly, for healing, strength, and encouragement. And then Pretty Priest, um, excuse me, Pretty Patrice is asking for prayer for the Glovers. Let's lift them up, um, keep um, recovering for their household and for healing. And this is for the Glovers. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into a closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sonia. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from Mark chapter 8, verse 35. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and the gospel will save it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Sonia. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for this day. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord God, we thank you as we step into thy presence, Lord, for another day that you have blessed us. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, because as we surrender our will to you, O oh God, we know that we have the confidence of the things that you're going to do today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because as we surrender, Lord God, we are covered in thy wings, Lord God, as we sit down and and sup with you today at your table, my Heavenly Father. The things that you are going to release, your mysteries in your word, my Heavenly Father, Lord God. You are nourishing us this day, Father. I thank you, Lord God, because it's water, Lord God. It's nourishing, Lord God. It's, it's meat to our bones, Lord God. What you are doing right now, Lord God, I thank you for what you are doing, my Heavenly Father. So, Lord God, as I humbly but boldly come through your throne of grace, Lord God, I stand in thy presence, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for Drea, that the strength and the healing that you have already given her, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to continue to give it to her, my Heavenly Father, because she is your daughter, Lord God. She is who you created her to be, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, I ask that you touch the man that whatever has come to pass and has been done, Lord God, that you go into his mind, Lord God. And shake it up and bring it to the where it is supposed to be, Lord God. Turn it back, Lord God. Remove those things that are not of you and replace it with the things that are you, Lord God. Let your mind be in him that was also in Christ Jesus, Lord God. I thank you for the healing and the strength that you're going to give him, Lord God. Restore him to what you have want him to be, Lord God. What you created him to be for you, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, look upon the Glover family, Lord God. Be their comfort, Lord God. Be their angel. Send the angels right now, Lord God. Put them on post on the outside of their house. Put them on the inside of their house, Lord God. 
be their comfort, be their joy, my Heavenly Father, be their peace, be their water, my Heavenly Father, be their bread, my Heavenly Father, whatever they stand in the need of, my Heavenly Father, they are in your bosom, my Heavenly Father. In the house, Lord God, let there be healing. Let there be love. Let there be joy, my Heavenly Father. Let them hear the songs that you have put in their heart, Lord God. Let it be in their hearing. Let it be in our tongues, my Heavenly Father. Let the songs of healing and comfort rise in them, my Heavenly Father. Look on Sabrina, Lord God, as she is your daughter, my Heavenly Father. Put your loving arms around her, my Heavenly Father, and keep her, Lord God, in perfect peace, Lord God. Let her mind be in you, my Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord God, as you have your arms around her, my Heavenly Father. Lord God, we have the confidence in you. We have the love that we have, Lord God. We love you more and more this day, my Heavenly Father. More and more, Lord God, look on bubbly, my Heavenly Father, for she is your daughter. She is your child. Lord God, love on her. Continue to heal her, Lord God. Give her the words that she needs, Lord God, as we, we stand in the gap for her and encourage her, my Heavenly Father, this day, but not but just this day, from forevermore, Lord God. And all those that are on the line that have something going on, Lord God, they just want to hear a word from you, Lord God. They want to know something, Lord God, but as we stand and we, this day, Lord God, as we fast this day and sit at your table just to hear what you have to say, Lord God. We thank you in advance for what you are doing, what you have already done. So let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. You are our strength. You are our redeemer. So as we take our phones off of each and we come together as one, we declare your word and earth, my heavenly Father. We give you thanks, my heavenly Father, Lord God, for what you have done, Lord God. We open up our hands to
God morning, great morning, happy Wednesday to each of you. I got up this morning uh, with my fighting boots on, hallelujah, uh, for no other reason than that somebody's freedom is tied to my yes. We're still talking. Uh, this, is, this is my final allotment uh, as we end this month. It's leap year. And so um, tomorrow is, is actually the final declaration uh, of this allotment called surrender. Ooh, Jesus. Who would have known <laughs> in October that, uh, this, this surrender word would, would be so timely and somebody's phone is still off mute, mute for me. Please, 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 and please. Um, I, I had no idea what your, your, whoever that is is moving a whole bunch. Can you mute your phone? Check it for me. Everybody look down, check your phone, make sure you're muted. I know I'm going to deal with a little bit of warfare this morning. I'm fine with that. I like to fight. Hey, man. Um, if, if I were to coin this, and, and it is Wait While We Wait Wednesday, today is our day of fasting and consecration for those of you. Uh, and give me a second because somebody is not looking down at their phone, muting it. I'm still hearing you loud and clear. It may even be the board. It's still not muted. I'm going to wait. I'm going to give you a moment. Mm, yes, yeah, it's, it's the board. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, mm, it's still a board. Okay, can you guys hear me? Um, just somebody send me a text because it's, it's, it's a board. It's somebody that's that's actually working on the board that is creating the noise. Okay, I think I got it. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, it is Wait While We Wait Wednesday. Today is the day that we have set aside for fasting and for prayer. It's the day that we dedicate um, just a few hours to prayer and consecration. The further I go in, the more uh, God begins to reveal himself to me and his uh, goals, his objectives, and his ideas for my life. Uh, <laughs> the expanses that, that come with that, the discomforts, the frustrations, what it does is it helps me to clarify and identify the additional steps that I need to take as it relates to living a consecrated life before the Lord, living a life uh, of holiness, living a life of godliness, and being mindful with the fear and the admonition of the Lord in my heart. And so I want to extend the invitation. Maybe you've never fasted before. Um, I am completely done with the cute fast. Uh, today for me is all water until 5 p.m. I'd extend the invitation to you. You do it how God gives it to you to do it. Uh, but a true fast is, is really technically beating the flesh into subjection. If you want to know why you still struggle with uh, some bad habits and bad outcomes and bad inputs, 90% of the time it's because uh, your desire to do what you want to do is greater than your desire to do what it is that God is calling you, beckoning you into. And so as I continue to grow, um, as God continues to shape and make and mold me, what I do know, if I know nothing else, have I not armed myself with living a fasted life 
um, I would not be able to stand here flat-footed and share anything with anybody without causing them to be extremely bloody. <laughs> um, so, again, I extend the invitation. Join us. We just fast until 5 o'clock if you just want to do liquids or if you just want to do no meat or no sugars or no breads and stuff like that. That's fine. I'm not doing that. I don't have that kind of time. Um, nevertheless, here we are at this uh, amazing, <laughs> stretching, uncomfortable, frustrating at times topic. Uh, and, and my share today would be considered a surrendered yes, a surrendered yes. Um, it, it had to have been uh, 1996 when uh, my initial yes was birthed after growing up in church, quote unquote, and that's all I was. I was in church, but I was absolutely not in Christ. Um, I, I remember the the hunger that I had that was very specific to okay, now how do I live this thing out? One thing you'll learn uh, about me personally is I don't really know how to gray do anything. Everything for me is extremely black and white. Uh, if it's up, it's up. If it's down, it's down. I'm not really a middle kind of girl. 90% uh, of the time, I am looking for that final 10% to put everything toward the black or everything toward the white. But it's the gray areas that I struggle with. It's the gray areas uh, that you find uh, disorder. It's the gray areas that you find distraction. It's the gray areas uh, that usually lend and lead to uh, you being distorted, perverted even, uh, or capsized if in fact uh, you don't have some people around you to insulate your process. Uh, it is why being isolated is a very dangerous thing. Right, I remember um, initially, and, and I'm going to read quite a bit today uh, because I, I need to get a couple of things across. Some of the things that, um, you know, may be new, especially depending on where you are in your walk with Christ, each one of us have a specific call, a mantle to do a specific thing. And for that thing, it will depend on the level of stringency, the level of parameters, the boundaries and the borders that you can and cannot cross. Some of us are called to the nation. Some of us are called to regional things. Some of us are called to local community and government. But you have to seek the Lord. You have to seek his will in an effort to find out what your specific assignment is. Some of us are giants in the kingdom unaware. Some of us have uh, uh, regional and territorial assignments in the areas that we live in. Some of us, it is much broader than that. Some of us, it is much more vast, but without a, number one, consecrated life, without a surrendered yes, without the mind, uh, uh, having a, a heart to understand the mind of Christ, you will never get there. Let me tell you what Holy Spirit has really been re uh, revealing to me over the last several weeks. I've been real quiet. I've been spending a lot of time by myself, which is not strange at all. Um, as an intercessor, um, what you'll find is, um, it, for for people that are, are newer to the call, this is about my 10th year 
Um, I just got to go outside maybe a year and a half ago, <laughs> and now I'm getting called to go back inside. Um, had I not experienced it in times past, I would be unaware of the patterns and the processes of God. But one of the things that you start to learn and start to understand is how God deals with you specifically, right? We all have a very specific uh, use. He knows the number of hairs on our head. He knows our coming and our going. He knows our beginning. He knows our end, right? I always refer to that scripture, Psalms 139, 13 through 16. He knew us in our unformed state, right? Uh, he knew us as he intricately wove us together in our mother's wounds. He knew that we were beautifully and wonderfully made. He knew uh, all the days of our life that were written in his books, when you start to understand that this thing is written out, when you really start to gauge that uh, throughout eternity, uh, all you are doing is answering to the word of God or not, there is no gray area. Either you are in full agreement with what God has said about who you are, about his promises, or you in the gray space. So let me let me let me be a hundred and ten percent transparent. I know some of y'all gonna probably wince in your seat, but as as much as people want to pedestal me, I hate it. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little bit. Everything about me is imperfect. However, what I refuse to do is disagree with what God says about me. Now, what Holy Spirit started to reveal to me is most people don't get to where it is that God has called them to because they are lazy, right? So let me, let me tell you what that looks like. People tease me a lot because of how much time I spend in prayer. The reality is I don't spend enough time in prayer, and I spend quite a bit of time <laughs> in prayer. But uh, for what it is that I'm called to, uh, in my mind, you know, we all have this timeline of what we think life would be like, how we think things would go. But the reality is uh, the acceleration of destiny is completely riddled in uh, the operation of surrendering to your yes, right? Surrendering to your yes means sometimes you don't get to go to the function. <laughs> surrendering to your yes means that sometimes um, you're going to be in places where you're misunderstood because your life is called to do a different thing. You have a different variation of what next and what now, uh, and you have to agree with it. And the reality is sometimes I don't feel like it. I don't, I don't feel like doing that, Jesus. <laughs> Let me just keep it 100. Sometimes I'll be thinking to myself, God, they get to do any and everything. And here I am in this little box and I can't go outside. And I promise I'm not making it up. My sisters will tell you uh, it, it's been a many a times I'll be looking and my eyebrows bunched up because I have to sit in one spot while everybody else, it, it appears that they're living. But the reality is I wouldn't trade it for anything. My public pain and my public process, the last 10 years of my life, the pain of a surrendered yes, the pain, uh, the anguish, the discomfort, the frustration, the push in, the isolation, all the, the myriad of things 
uh, I, I dare somebody to stay there, just trade with me for about an hour, give a player a break, because child, listen, this right here, this surrendered yes is a decision, but get this, I can almost hear the Lord say, uh, you tried the, uh, <laughs> she crazy enough to be like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Where, where are we going from here? It, it's all the way up from here, right? I have nothing. I have nothing. Well, I won't say that. Um, let, me keep, let me watch that that series and sequence of words because there is more. But uh, what I can say is if you give yourself permission uh, to be okay with God interrogating you, uh, with God beginning to ask you questions, because at the end of the day, here here's the reality. There's more. There's more. I mean, you know, Sunday is cool. Tuesday or Wednesday, you know, that's nice. That's sweet. But ultimately, can I ask you a question? Um, uh, how satisfied are you with your yes? Like, like if you could, if you could scale and gauge where it is that you are spiritually, if you just be 100% honest, I mean, ain't nobody watching you, uh, ain't nobody listening, but I want to give a, a, a supernatural token for those of you that know you are completely in the gray area. Uh, if, if you hear the sound of my voice and you know you are in the gray area, I want you to do this um, as a, a prophetic sign. I want you to raise your right hand. You know, your right hand is what you lift when you swear on the Bible or you put your hand on your heart when you pledge allegiance to a flag that cares nothing about you. But this right hand raised is literally an outward sign that, God, I know I could be in a different place. I know uh, that you know better than I know. I know that you understand more than I know. But the reality is I've been lazy. Uh, I haven't made the effort necessary to surrender and submit my life to you because I understand that I'm going to have to face some ugly things and some things may happen and some uh, discomfort may come. But God, because you are sovereign, because you know my beginning from my end, because you understand where the earth was framed and you, you established the stars in the sky because you made sure the constellations were in place. God, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, emphatically. And if I were you, considering we're all on mute, if I were you, I would say it's me. It's me. I'm the one that's been living in the gray area and I, I want to make it black or white, right? Um, making it black or white, uh, is is one of those things that will put you in a position that will shift your thinking. It'll shift your perspective. It'll shift how you observe things. It'll it'll entune your ear to the things of God. You'll start to notice patterns and processes that God takes you. You'll start to know how God addresses you, how he corrects you, how he pulls you in, how he checks you uh, pretty much. If you are open to surrender to your yes, right? Yes means that uh, there is no other option. There is no plan B. There is no gray area. There is no midsection. Yes means 
that you'll confront things that most people won't think to confront, that you'll ask God hard questions in an effort to get liberty answers because hard questions yield truth. The Bible says, and they shall know the truth and the truth shall make them free. It also says in John, the 14th chapter that, and I, the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. A sure yes, a surrendered yes means that what you do is you come into agreement with the with the words that have been spoken over your life from eternity, uh, before you were ever formed, before you were in your mother's womb, there was a book written of you. So much so that if you understood the strategies of the enemy, he studies you if in fact you have any impact. If you're living a trouble-free life, you are impotent. You are absolutely of null effect. You are not assisting the kingdom of God. If nothing is happening, if you have no resistance, listen, you are right where the enemy wants you, in the gray area. See, he doesn't care about us going to church Sunday after Sunday. He doesn't care about us attending Bible study or singing in the choir or ushering or greeting. He doesn't care if you're on the pastoral care team. He doesn't care if you call yourself a deacon, evangelist, minister, pastor, prophet, apostle, if in fact you don't live a surrendered yes. If you don't live from a place of consecration and living holy, if you don't live from a place of, God, give me a pure hand and pure heart and clean hands, if you are not interested in changing some things, the devil ain't finna bother you. He ain't studying you. <laughs> he ain't studying your seed. He not studying anything that will not confront historical data. See, as time goes on and, and you really start walking in kingdom and not in church, when you start really doing the deep digging and the deep diving of the things that are operating in your bloodline, the things that you are actually called to do in the nations, in the regions, um, in the territories that you're assigned to, um, your seat becomes a little bit different. Right. The Sunday school nursery rhyme type teaching is not enough. I don't I don't want anybody to hoop at me. I'm not interested in anybody hollering and screaming. I don't need you to lift your right leg and slap your left ear in order for me to understand that the truth of the word is the only thing that will stand. Everything else will fail. Right. Everything else will falter. Everything else will flop. But. The word of the Lord is till the ends of the earth. And as time goes on and you start to come into uh, the knowledge of Christ and him crucified and who he says you are from the set foundation of the earth, guess what happens? Your appetite shifts. Your appetite changes. Um, and even when God checks you or corrects you or pulls you in or uh, shakes you down, because he will, uh, it, it is it is a lot less painful uh, for him to do that than for him to leave you where you were, right? So of course you got to know at this point. Even though my life is ministry, I don't I don't really know anything else. I don't really know how to do anything else at this point. I'm so many years in. Um, the truth is, as time goes on, if you are allowed, you get very comfortable. <laughs> Just keep it 100 like anything else. You know, it's like it's like a, a any covenant relationship, honey. It's like being married. You know, when you when you was trying to get him, so, you know, your, that hair was beat, them lashes stayed popping. 
you know, you go work out or whatnot. And then as time goes on, you end up at 300 pounds and you'll know how it happened like overnight, <laughs> right? Just because you get comfortable, because you get lazy. Um, and I rebuke that lie from the pit right now in Jesus' name. I, I rebuke even the spirit of being lazy, of being sloth, of being slow and slothful, um, simply because um, until we get to a place where for real, um, our life externally um, is a reflection of what's inside, something is missing. Something is missing. Uh, uh, mm, I'm going to stop right there. Let me, let me go to this word, lest y'all say I didn't teach this morning. Um, and, and obviously I'm in a specific book because I got drugged to it. Uh, but, but, but I'm going to hopefully be able to give you something that will empower you, encourage you. Now, I read something a couple of weeks ago, uh, in this same book, um, go to Job, the 40th chapter, um, and I'm, I'm going to read for a minute, but I promise I'll tie it all up uh, right before I close. So the 40th chapter, uh, starting at the 8th verse, I'm reading the Message Bible because I want for those of you that may be new to the faith, that may be new to the call, I don't want you to be confused by any stretch of the imagination. Do you presume to tell me what I'm doing wrong? This is God talking to Job. Are you calling me a sinner so you can be called a saint? Do you have an arm like my arm? Can you shoot, uh, shout in thunder the way that I can? Go ahead. Show your stuff. Let's see what you're made of. Let's see what you can do. Unleash your outrage. Target the arrogant and lay them flat. Target the arrogant and bring them to their knees. Stop the wicked in their tracks. Make mincemeat of them. Dig a mass grave and dump them into it. Faceless corpses in an unmarked grave. I'll gladly step aside and hand things over to you. You can surely save yourself with no help from me. Look at the land beast, Bemus. I created him as well as you. And let me make a pause real quick. Uh, if you if you look at the word behemoth, it is considered a massive, a monster of something. It's kind of like a target as opposed to a mom and pop store. It's a, a massive thing or organization or organism. It says grazing on grass, docile as a cow. Just look at the strength of his back and the power of his muscles in his belly. His tail sways like cedars in the wind. The huge legs are like beech trees. His skeleton is made of steel, every bone in his body hard as steel, most significant of all my creatures, but I still lead him about like a lamb. The grass-covered hills serve him meals while field mice frolic in his shadow. He takes afternoon naps under the shade trees and cools himself in the, ready, in the reedy swamps. Lazily cool in the leafy shadows as the breeze moves through the willows. And when the river rages, he doesn't budge. Stolid and unperturbed when the Jordan goes wild, but you want him for a pet. You'd never be able to housebreak him. Or can you pull the sea beast Leviathan in with a fly rod and stuff him in your creel? Can you lasso him with a rope or snag him with an anchor? 
Will he beg you over and over for mercy or flatter you with flowery speech? Will he apply for a job with you to run your errands and to serve you for the rest of your life? And Leviathan is the, the large spirit of pride that we talk about so frequently, which is the thing uh, that keeps us lazy. Will you play with him as if he were a pet goldfish? Will you make him the mascot of the neighborhood children? Will you put him on display in the market and have shoppers haggle over the price? Could you shoot him full of arrows like a pin cushion or drive harpoons into his huge head? If you so much as lay a hand on him, you won't live to tell the story. What hope would you have with such a creature? Why one look at him would do you in. If you can't hold your own against his growling visage, how then do you expect to stand up to me? Who could confront me and get by with it? I'm in charge of all of this. I run the universe. Selah. There are so often times that if, in fact, you understand the laws, the principles, and precepts of how this thing works, that uh, according to Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a season for all things. When you understand that the world, the universe itself, its frames, its uh, boundaries, its borders are all set and established by the words of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. That's, that's the law that happens to establish who you are, what you are. But the reality is, unfortunately for most people, we don't know what the laws, the principles, or the precepts are. We don't understand what governs the universe. We don't understand how to cooperate and surrender to our yes because we're so busy uh, playing with Leviathan. Our pride will often cause us to be narcissistic in our existence and think that the whole world is established around us, that the whole existence of our world, the world that we created outside of time, inside of time, simultaneously at the same time in the gray space, the flexibility of being comfortable and being busy and living a complicated, uncomplicated, ineffective life. And, and I'm not saying that um, that's everybody's case, but for those of us that have been called to this thing called the kingdom, I'm not called to church. I'm not, I don't even consider myself quote unquote Christian. I'm a believer. Uh, there are some things I know about who God is. There are some things I understand about how he confronts me. There are certain things I know are non-negotiable in the natural and in the spirit as it relates to my life. But I know that based on the sensitivity that I have to the truth of God's word, not because of my feelings, not because of my emotions, not because of what I think of myself, but I know uh, what he's said about me. Right. If not for uh, the truth of God's word, I'd be confounded. I'd be completely stifled. One has to know that I've had questions. I've had to ask hard questions. I've had to ask bloodline questions and iniquity questions. And the reality is I got answers. I, some things I understand. 
I understand about conception and covenant. I understand that sometimes when rules have been broken in the natural, they have also preceded and been broken in the spirit realm. And the only thing that can atone that is, number one, repentance, humility, right, and constant warfare. Some things are a given. Some things are par for the course. Some things are part of our process. And he only gives us what he understands we're equipped to amass. He only gives us uh, what he knows for a fact we can carry. Right? Whether or not you know that you're built for a thing, you, you really don't discover uh, what exactly you have the capacity for until it is upon you. Um, this last 26 days has been uh, the hardest 26 days. I thought I had a hard seven years. I thought I had a hard 40 years. I, I thought I had a t this, a a a this hit different. This changed my line of questioning. This began to uh, pull me out of one place and put me into another place. And knowing uh, without a fact that my surrendered yes is mandatory in this season, or I will be uh, looking like uh, what God asked Job. You, you, you going to play with Leviathan? The only thing that would keep me from uh, an emphatic yes in this season could be pride could be a, a, a mind to be angry with God for what has transpired, All right? So I'm going to say something real transparent. It's probably going to weird you guys out. I don't care at this point. I'm out here now. So the other day, my, my son sent me a picture of the young man that killed my baby uh, on his mother's profile. I love his mother. <laughs> I love his mother's mother. I love his auntie. I'll never say their names, but when I saw it, ooh, when I saw it, I was like, oh no. I was expecting this kid that came from the foster care system or a broken home or uh, a low down ratchet family. And no, 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 that's, that's not where he came from. He played on my chairs at my salon in downtown Vallejo. He, he has had uh, many, many days of playing with my baby when they were small children. His mama used to call his name, sit yourself down. He was bad. <laughs> and I still can't find in my heart to be angry. And I, I want to, y'all, I need you to hear me. I need you to understand what I'm saying, but I understand who framed the universe. I know what I'm called to. And I've been trying to be uh, local. I've been trying to be regional and he's calling me to nations and I'm tugging and I'm pulling back and forth. God, I don't want to do this. I don't, I didn't ask for this. I, yep, I understand, but it's already written your surrendered. Yes, ma'am is all you got there is no gray space for you you're gonna live in it you're gonna live through it and you're gonna live up to it every word I said about who I called you to be ma'am you're gonna do it through the pain of the process not only are you going to do it but it's going to bless the nations you just got to be willing to stay stuck in your surrendered yes so I'm, I'm gonna end a little bit early because I got to move around, but I just want to tell you that uh, sometimes it doesn't look like what you think it should look like. 
What do you do when it feels like every single thing has collapsed around you? And you remember what God said at the beginning, God, I didn't know you were going to do it like this. Is that what you meant? And when all the dots start to line up, when the constellations start to operate in your favor, I'm not in no astrology. I ain't stuck with no numbers, but I understand certain things about the laws, the principles, the precepts, the systems of God. And when you do, you just surrender to your yes. God, I don't get it. Uh, I don't get all of it, but I understand. I understand it's process. I understand it's yes. And, and yes does not have negotiation points. Yes does not have space to change or to shift or to be malleable. Yes is a, a final answer. Yes is a complete sentence, just like no is. So it means that some things have to change in how you approach him. It means that you give him permission to interrogate you, to interrogate your history so that he can free you. He doesn't interrogate your yesterday that he might tear you down, but he interrogates your yesterday that he might build the nations. See, because at the end of the day, it's not about you. You are irrelevant. Let me say it again. You, honey child, you's irrelevant. You are only a byproduct of the process. And the more you begin to understand that, the freer you get. <laughs> right? You, th this the cold part. You expendable, player. Like he got a million us's. <laughs> he could use whoever he like. Just so happened that he chose you. But this is the question you got to ask yourself. Are you willing to live Yes to the fullest. Like, are you willing, no matter what it costs? I, I remember getting on that, that airplane headed to Atlanta, Georgia, when I told the Lord that, God, whatever it is that I have to do to get to where it is that you called me to, I'm going to do that. Now, I know it ain't going to be fun. I, I know I'm probably not going to like it that much, but my yes is my yes. And I got on an airplane with three children, six bags. And $800. I left everything. I left two, a million point five dollars worth of property. And he told me, none of it is yours. I didn't give you that. You got that on your own. Leave everything. I left everything because I wanted my yes to be black or white. I slept in on an air mattress and my children slept in a bunk bed, two in one and one at the other. <laughs> and I did it willingly. I decided that my yes was yes. My girlfriend had a two-bedroom condo. She had a baby. I slept in there. and It smelled like Halloween. Remember them old school, only old people will know what I'm talking about. Them old school Halloween costumes, you know, you could smell them from a mile away. If it was a classroom full of them, the whole classroom smelled like Halloween costumes. Well, that's what it smells like when you sleep on an air mattress. And SpongeBob was all over the walls. I'd be on the floor talking to Dawson. And uh, he'd be like, you all right? I'd be like, dude, what did I do? Got in my car and drove 3,000 miles, well, flew 3,000 miles away, had my stuff shipped with nowhere to send it, no job. Didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew what I heard God say. And my surrendered yes 
took me on a journey that began to shift my life in ways that I can't even explain. Who I am today, sometimes I don't recognize because I didn't leave here like that. 2008 began this crazy journey, and it's been nonstop ever since. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. I thank God for the process. I even thank God for the pain. And I understand that it's for the greater good of the nations and that there is sacrifice when it comes to the shift. There is sacrifice when it comes to um, freedom for nations and not just about you. There is uh, a pain in the governance of obeying God. There is uh, the sacrifice of people not getting you or understanding you or laughing and joking about who they think you are because they have no clue what you've paid. And I still consider it not enough. But to God be the glory for the things that he continues to do. And I pray um, that something that I said has encouraged you to surrender to your yes, to take off your lazy garments and to, to dig in and ask God to change your appetite so that the fullness of joy and your, your story probably <laughs> won't end up like mine. I can't say it'll be as painful as mine has been, but I, I don't know what it is that God called you to, but I do know this. Every person under the sound of my voice, every person on this line, every person, even the nosy ones, even the ones that, that think I don't know that you're around, Listen, God has an objective for your life. He wants to use it. He wants to take you places you could not have imagined. He wants to show you things, not about stuff, not about houses and cars and husbands and money and wives and fancy cars and clothes, not, not about that. Because see, listen, we're going into a time where ain't none of that going to matter. Right now is a season where we need to gird up our loins and we need to allow ourselves to be interrogated by the heavens that will be in position, that will be the storehouse, that we won't be the ones that are just walking along and then one disappear. Listen, he ain't leaving me here. I'm going to work while it's day because when night comes, no man can work. There's a work cut out for you. And you can't do it from the lazy place. You can't do it from the gray area. You got to surrender to this yes that you quote unquote said. I didn't realize it then, but we have erected an altar. Declare Victory has been an altar for 10 years, and I, I truthfully, I did not really realize uh, how annoyed the enemy was with me. I, I didn't. I wasn't even, it wasn't even on my mind, but it's because I had got to that low place. Just chilling, you know, I'm okay, I got my devotion. You know, I ain't studying to teach, I'm studying just because I feel like it, and, you know. <laughs> But yeah, no, 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 we ain't there. So that being said, I know for a fact I'm going to need help from my sisters this morning. Um, I feel like I just ran a whole marathon. Um, I've been real quiet just in general all week and just a precursor to this. In the coming months, you're going to hear that I'm going to be quieter and quieter for a season. Um, don't let it alarm you. I'm here. I won't say anything unless I absolutely have to. Um, but but I will ask that you continue to pray for me, Michelle. You can start on mute, folks. Continue to pray my strength. Please pray for my children. Um, but more importantly, um, pray that I stay lucid, that I stay aware, that I stay awake, that anything attached to me would be 
thwarted by fire and by might. Anything that's illegal in my life be broken and be shattered to pieces in Jesus' name. And not just for me. This, this ain't about me, even though I need you to pray for me. <laughs> right? This is about the nations. I'm called to build leaders. And I got to do it from the healthiest place possible. Amen. So that being said, listen, this is the time we have set aside for those that may have called a little bit late. Uh, you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. If it's okay, what I want to do is you do, if you have a good morning, um, and I'll, I'll still start with the men. And if you have us on speaker, make sure you turn your volume all the way down. It sounds super distorted, whoever that is that just came off mute. If there are any men that want to say good morning, now is your time. Men, first. Good morning, declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Sarge. I love you. Any other men? Yo, yo, yo. Hey, my Brother heart, E, good morning. My love, my prayer to you. Amen. Love you. I appreciate you. Any other men? All right. If there's uh, someone that may have joined the call uh, and you've never spoken before. Uh-oh, did I cut somebody off? Go ahead. Good morning. This is Camille. Hey, Camille, good morning. Any first-time callers, any any persons that may have called today uh, for the first time, or maybe you've just never spoken before? Is there anyone? All, All right, right. Not, we'll just... Hey, good morning, Sid. <laughs> hey. Good morning. Love you. I've been praying for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I feel it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anybody else? Any other men? All right. Any other first-time callers? All right. Ali, Ali, oxen free. What it do? Morning, y'all. Good morning, Dion. This is Leomia. Good morning, Mother. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Catman. Go get you some ice and some water, honey. You just did the whole thing. <laughs> Good morning, Jill. The entire thing. Good morning, Sister Cat. Good morning, Cat. Love you. Good morning. Hey, this is Juliet. Hey, Drew. Good morning. Love you. Love you, too. Good morning. It's Pamela. Hey, Pamela. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Mor this is Joyful. I think I might need an ice bath after that beat up this morning. <laughs> Thank you for your share. <laughs> Good morning, Joyful. Good morning, Dion. It's Miss B. I've been praying Hi, for you. Hi, Miss B. I appreciate you. I need it. We Good all morning. Do. Uh oh, I heard two folks. Who was it? Who was it? Good morning. This is Prosperous. Love you. Hey. Praying for you and your baby. 
Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. This is Brianna. Hey, Backer. Good morning. Good morning. It's Tosh. You wasn't kidding. You put your fighting boots on, your gloves, your, you had the whole gear on, knocking and slaying. Girl, okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Y'all feel like fighting a little bit today. I'm in the mood. Just a little bit. Good morning, Dion. It's Gloria. God bless you, sir. Thank Good you. Good morning. I got the steak on my eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, save it. Put a little salt and pepper on that thing, a little garlic. You should be ready after that. <laughs> Crazy. Good morning, hey, everybody else. Uh-uh. Good morning. Good morning. I heard two folks. Yeah, Dion. Good morning. It's persistent. I feel like you know that cat is just sitting in the window, and then somebody just throws some water on the cat, and the cat moves up. And the cat <laughs> yes, that's me. Crazy. <laughs> you don't got knocked down off the window sill. <laughs> yeah, you done got, got pushed off the window sill. Just disrespectful. You know, they, like when they see them cucumbers and stuff, and they be about to jump out there. You done jumped out your skin behind a cucumber. <laughs> yes, I love funny animal videos. I watched them on purpose to laugh. Thanks for that. Because <laughs> I got to see it in my mind. <laughs> hey, man. I heard somebody hey, else trying to t- chime in. Who else was that? Hey, Gigi, good morning. I think I heard else, too. Who else was that? Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia, good morning, sunshine. Good morning. Good morning, Sanaje. Hey, Sanaje. Good morning, Good morning, Sister Lisa. Good morning, Juanita. Hey, hey. Engine, engine, number nine. Coming down the tonight. Pick your train spot off the track. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Hey. I'm on my way. Sorry, I'm going to see. Get yeah, my teeth. I got to go to the dentist and check my teeth because they kind of loose because I'm that right side of my jaw. Ooh. You're so silly. Man, I'm trying to check my teeth, y'all. Hey, man. Anybody else? Good morning, Sister Mary. Thank you so much for keeping you listed in prayer. Good morning, Sister Mary. Thank you. I need it. Anybody else? And we can, we can actually just walk right into love, life, and victory, y'all. The ain't nobody what walking you? nowhere right now. <laughs> um, hey, so <laughs> no, sure no. they not. Because no, they not. They're trying to feel their face. They're picking their face apart. Hey, the same whole body. Hey, the way we just got drunk on this here morning. I thought I was coming to breakfast. I just thought. But sorry, sorry, sorry not sorry. Back. I get it. I get it. Hey, hey, and I receive it with two hands up. <laughs> My surrender is yes. Um, that a a a. What did you do that for? Where did you? Where did that come from? But we were just getting along. 
wrong. You know, <laughs> when the things of life hit you, just going along and just like, yes, and all of a sudden, something slap you in the back of your head. I get it. I just want to tell mm-hmm. you, great, 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 great. Uh, I mean, that wasn't a share. I don't even know what to call it this morning. But I love you. Thank you. I pray for you. Thank you. Love that you is more. great. We're renouncing and denouncing stuff this morning. No laziness, no slothfulness. Mm-hmm. Not lazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Cool. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. The part about um, it's not, they're not what you would expect it to look like. Someone's not on mute. I'm hearing background noise. Sorry, I feel like I'm facilitating today right now. Um, But, yeah, right, uh, that part about it's not what it looks like or it's not what you would expect it to look like. Oh, wow. I'm still trying to come up off the floor with that. That was everything. Thank you for your work today. Amen. 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 Thank you, Prosperous. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, because I wasn't, yeah, this was not it. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't looking for this right here at all. And your vulnerability, and we don't have to go into the details because you've done so much, just being so transparent. But, oh, God, thank you, Lord. And just thank you for yeah, we're lifting you. We got you. We got you lifted. Needed, necessary. Thank you. Anybody else? Questions, comments, I'm commentary? A, hey, Dion, this is Baby Sonia, Baby Spice. I'm going to piggyback off of uh, a process tram. She's right. It's not what we thought what we thought it would look like. It's like, and I'm going to say this is what happened to me on Sunday. I'm walking back to second service. And tra la 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 I'm walking, all of a sudden, a dog jumps, barks, and I jump, and I forgot the dog was there. I jump 10 feet high in my heels and come back down and land and fall and skin my knee. That's how it mm. looks like that unexpected. I'm like, I said, look, look, God, um, this is not, no. I said, yes, but I didn't know. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. We're to have a conversation. What is this? Mm-hmm. You get to asking them the questions. I'm like, uh, uh, and you, you don't know what to say. You, you mm-hmm. have to have the music. It's like this is not what. And you said you got to get unstuck. Sometimes you get stuck, but you have to get unstuck. That's the part that got me when you said get unstuck. You can't be stuck. Mm-hmm. And you can't scare that, easy. No. Yeah, the 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 the, the cold part is you got to train your ear to stay focused in the noise. That don't matter. Don't matter what kind of jolts happen, your your mm-hmm. feet stay planted. That's that's the moving out of the gray space. Yeah, I yeah. You, you can bark if you want to. Listen, dog. You bite me, I'm gonna mm-hmm. bite you back right now. And that's, and I you, told him I said, you're hey. gonna get bit. I said, hey, shut up, shut it up, be quiet. And I got to pick myself up and kept on moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. Thanks Thank for you. sharing. Anybody? Hey, babe. Hey, sis. Good morning, beautiful. It's show Demetriana. Okay, so now that I can talk for about two seconds. I just love you so much, and you know that. But what my heart is... Weeping right now, 
because of your, not, I don't want to say your strength, but it is your strength because for you to know, to really know the family that, that took our boy and, and for you to say that you still can't find that anger, you know, that's big because so many people right now on this phone is still harboring stuff from years ago. People dead and gone and they still mad and won't forgive and bitter and, and not surrendering. But when you talked about that preaching and that hooping in that church, and I understand now because I, I feel like you, I'm a believer. I love church. I love the. I love God, and I love Jesus. But I don't know so much about the the ritualistic stuff anymore. It doesn't make sense to me, because as I see this hurting world, and I still see people doing the, you know, like you said, the Sunday show. Who are we really reaching? So I'm just grateful, not 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 in your pain, because it, it it's painful to even to go through it. But I just love you. I love your heart, and and your yes impacts us too you know it's because we're so close to you so i love you to life and you know i got you physically spiritually whatever because i'm not yet delivered from these hands but so y'all can think crazy because I, I, I know these hands in jesus name amen he's praying for you demetriana for sure yeah, prayer. i, I want to piggy i want to piggyback off of that too but i'll let you speak mm-hmm. if you wanted to comment first yeah. no 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 go ahead you good. Uh, so <clears throat> the part about um, the relationship versus the religion, my mo- my mother would always say to us as we were, were growing up that she would say religion is a way of life and that, you know, you have people, and I heard recently also someone say so many people, and you kind of referenced it and said it in a different way, so many people know of God, <laughs> but they don't know God. They don't have a relationship with God. And one of the things that so appealed to me and still does, there are many things that I love about Declare Victory, but the acknowledgement that there's a problem with the religiosity that we get caught up in, the religion and the tradition. And one of the things that has come to me is that religion gets in the way of relationship with God oftentimes. And the idea that people can be in church year after year after year and still be unchanged speaks to the very thing. And so the fact that we can come here and be encouraged about the importance of and reminded that it is about the relationship we have with God, and you spoke to the piece about my walk is not necessarily your walk, and the way God speaks to me is not necessarily the way God speaks to you, which makes it incumbent that we take the time to stop being slothful and lazy, to do the work, to learn how to ask God, you know, teach me how to walk with you, teach me how um, to be with you, God. And I just love that. And I appreciate you for bringing that, bringing that point out as I was picking myself off the floor and trying to get cleaned up because you kind of just, you know, put it, put it, put it down (laughs) today. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you. That's all. Look, so, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know. You you said you you told us you warned us in the beginning. So. <laughs> well, I'll I'll say this, Tosh. Um, I have sensed God all my life. Um, unfortunately, because of denominational differences, I didn't have the means for anyone to teach me. Um, how to explore who God is on a level outside of the building and, and not for 
um, anything other than ignorant because um, you don't know what you don't know until somebody teaches you what you didn't know. And, you know, for many of us, we grew up in households that were just religious and not that they weren't well-meaning. Uh, they weren't just, they just weren't well-educated. So we call that non-liturgical in, in the church terminology. And to be real honest, some of it was not about lazy. I think they get a, a little bit of a pass because they didn't have the resources that we have today. They didn't have the outlets. or the, They couldn't Google anything. They couldn't say, hey, Siri, right? They, they taught what they learned. And unless you are connected or were connected in that time to people that were more spiritual than they were religious, people who had active, avid prayer lives who understood the power of intercession even when they couldn't give it a name. The, the crazy part is Tanya and I always laugh and tease because God had given us um, the idea and the mindset. We just didn't have the terminology for what it was that we were being pulled into uh, when this walk of mine first began. I, I knew that you know, I was different. I knew that I was peculiar. I understood that I didn't fit. Um, I just spent a lot of time trying to because I didn't know what else to do. Today, we don't have those excuses. If you don't, if you don't have a relationship with God, it's because you're lazy. There, if you don't have a relationship with God, you don't feel like you need anything additional, right? And, and I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm telling you what I was, right? Until I got to the point where he pulled me in so hard, I didn't have a choice but to spend hours and hours in worship and to spend days and days locked in a room. I didn't understand that isolation initially, right? I, I, I literally tried to bucket. I would try to do any and everything not to um be that submitted because I, I felt like I was going to miss something. And the truth is you miss something. All right. You miss warnings and you miss opportunities. You miss life changing moments because um, you're not sensitive enough to the spirit because you don't spend enough time to know his voice. That's all I want people to do. I need you to know his voice. I need you to know how he talked to you. Cause the reality is this, even this last incident, I, I got told so much. I mean, in in a in a sense, we'll we'll talk about that when I'm released to do so. I'm not, it's not there yet, but but he told yes, me. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. So I want to I want to emphasize that part that you said because I didn't mean to suggest, and I'm not saying that you said this, but just to be clear, in any way that the things that we learn from our parents in terms of religion is any way associated with being lazy. You made the point that they did oh, yeah, the best yeah. no, no, no. And it's a yeah. process, right? But the the more mm -hmm. importantly, I want to give a, a historical context to people when you talk about the things that we have access today, the 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 text that we are reading now was something that was given orally to people. There were no books around for people mm -hmm. to pick up and read. And if there were books, they were only for a certain quote unquote class of people right. that had the ability and even could read. There's a reason why yeah. historically people did not want us to be able to read. Because now when sure. you can read the word for yourself, which is the importance of why you got to read it, not just listen to what the preacher is saying or the pastor got to say, but it's important right. that we individually take that time to, to, to read it for ourselves. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's Good true. Stuff. No, you said it. 
you. You said it perfectly. Amen. Good hey, stuff. Dina. Good stuff. Hey. So what stays Go with me? Uh, can you hear me? This is persistent. I can. Um, I know who you are, girl. Okay. 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 <laughs> and I like. I like. I I watch a uh, cat and and dog videos too, just to laugh. Okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know what got me? What you said? Because I hate snakes. You messing around with Leviathan, which and, and the part that when first of all go back when Job read, I mean when God read Job, told him off basically. Uh-huh. Um, I mean put him in his place, okay? Got him whole entire together, child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, just told him off, put him in his place, and um, then you talked about you know. You inviting Leviathan, what you going to do? Invite him in to this and make him the mascot of this and do this and do that. And what you going to do? Um, and then you related it to pride. And the Lord lately has been talking to me about pride. So I know I used to question whether I hear his voice. I used to question, you know, do I really hear from you? He even told me yesterday when I was thinking about you that you knew who the offender was. No, he didn't say you knew. He said, what if she knows who he is? And I just said, wow, God, really? But the point I'm making is that uh, you said so much that just, um, again, unearthed some things inside of me that got me to thinking. And I'm too set up right now can't do much of anything. Got to stay inside. I thank God for what he's given me to stay inside because he truly did give me this this space. I can't say how long or what the future holds, but I know for now this is where it is. Also, that this year started off with a bang. That's all I can say. Um, when you said if your life is comfortable and everything's all right, the enemy ain't worried about you. You said so many nuggets. I'm here to to uh, make leaders. I'm here to get you to where you got to get to. I've known this about you. I would say for about a year, when I first got referred to this Declare Victory, I didn't know that. And I don't know where I'm going with all this. I guess I'm just acknowledging what I've heard. Um, this morning from you that struck a chord for me because I don't want to mess around with that Leviathan spirit for one thing. I don't like it. I can't stand it. But trying to get to where God wants you to be, just being still right now is what I'm hearing. Just be still. Do the work. Yeah, do more work, but actually, (laughs) it's not just do the work. Do more work. Um. Seriously, I was that cat on the ledge taking a break, snoozing, and you just dunked some water on me. And I stood up and just said, what? <laughs> what? Really? That rude? Really? I mean, it's it's a lot. It is a lot. You unpacked a lot. And all of us, I'm sure, felt it in one way or another. And for me, it hit me dead in my belly, if that makes sense. 
But anyway, that's all I have to say. I don't have much more. I don't even know where I was going with this. I guess I just needed to get it out. Um, but I heard you, and it penetrated. Amen. 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 She can hear you. Go ahead, Jeff. I heard you too. Now, let's see, Jeff, how long it's going to take you to move and to get into some action. I'm going back on mute. Unlike you, Jeff, this is Cat. Sis, from the beginning to the end, I heard you. I'm, I, I, my hands is up. Hey, 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 y'all. Is Thank it, you for those comments. Just in case she could. Dion, you back? <laughs> I think Dion said she was going to step. She had some things. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. here. There you go. Oh, and, okay. oh, Kat, Kat didn't hear me say move around. Kat, move around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeff, move around. Mm, that's all. Yes. Go yes. ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Sissy. Oh, no, I was just, I thought maybe you had stepped aside and I was just going to Oh, no, I just, I just had to push on. mute because I'm driving. Okay. 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 All right. Somebody else was about to say something. Go ahead. I want to, this is Cynthia. I truly want to throw out, I was listening to you when you was talking about the the gray area. And um, I guess that's not, that's the, not the good area. And then you were saying the black and white area. And man, what I want to throw out, you know, there was so many times that the enemy tried to stop me from being on declare victory and I'm back and forth, back and forth. And then there was times where I would doubt, you know, is that God? Is God talking to me? And, and, and how they, how you guys said, just keep coming back, just keep coming back, just keep coming back. And what I'm learning is when you keep coming back, when you in your word, when you finally surrender and give it to God, give it your all. When you finally surrender and get up in the morning time and do it and pray, when he breathes that breath and, and that first time he wakes you up and you get to praying and you get to seeking him, I understand now it's like fire shot up in your bones. When you serve him wholeheartedly with your whole might, I am in the area, I'm not in the gray area, I'm still learning, but I'm in an area where I know to him it's pleasing. I'm in an area right now where anytime, every time I hear the name of Jesus, it does something within me, and that's a good thing. The experience that I am experiencing, I will not go back. The praise that I'm learning to do in the morning time, the time that I am giving to him, giving him all the glory and all the praise, keeping that open communication with him, I would never, there is nothing more precious than that. The experience is just so awesome. 
You know, I always wanted to where I'm like, okay, it's just going to fall on me, but it's a work. It, it, like you talked about laziness. In order to be committed, you can't be lazy. You have to give it your all. You have to experience this for yourself. Can't nobody experience it for you. Can't nobody praise God for you but yourself. Can't nobody call on the name of God but you. You you have to do this. This walk is for you and you only. Yes, we <laughs> encourage each other and we hold each other up. Come on, Cynthia. Come on, Cynthia. Right. Yes, come on. Hallelujah. Yes.
in the world, um, even if it's your Facebook posts or just showing, just sharing your experience of losing your son. Like I was feeling this <clears throat> relatability. And so it was, I, that's the word I used because I couldn't think of anything last week. But then when someone mentioned, I don't know who it was today, um, about the relationship with God, and then I'm reminded about the relationship with the body. And um, I don't know why this makes me relate to you so much, but just have heart. And um, I can't, I can't explain it in the words, but um, relationship is so important. And sometimes God uses where it's just interesting what he, what situations will make us feel more related. So, well, that's what I want to say. So sometimes when you're on the call as a leader, you'll want to encourage, but I think it's also very powerful to be related to, if that makes any sense. Um, the, the relationship of this walk, um, it might be different circumstances, but I can relate, you know, and I just praise God. So I hope that makes sense to someone. I love you. Love you too. Um, what I wanted to say really quick, wait, hold on one second, guys. Um, what, what a lot of you guys will notice, especially those of you who have, um, ever been offended by something that I said, (laughs) and, and there are many, it's, it's not an isolated incident. It's not you. It's the, the spirit in you that has not yet gotten to the place of complete healing. And the reason that I say that <clears throat> is because if the enemy can distract you, like you, you guys will notice that um, I spend a whole bunch of time trying to make sure nobody pedestals me. I don't deserve to be on anybody's pedestal. I'm not interested. And, and I say that because the spirit of offense, the spirit of Leviathan, all of these things are crouching. They waiting. Why I've never made this call over 10 years about money, whether somebody give or they don't give, everything that we've needed, even if it was at my expense, we've always had from the beginning, right? I've never made it about money. I've never made it about me, which is why you don't hear my voice every day. And I remember getting to a place where people were saying my name too much and the Holy Spirit was like, fix that immediately, right, so that we don't drink our own Kool-Aid. I said all of that to say the goal is to build relationships. If you, if we model ourselves after Jesus, what we'll know emphatically is the first thing that he did was he built community. <clears throat> That's the first thing he did when he started his ministry. He didn't just go out there lone sharking and wait for everybody to say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. They said, Jesus, 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 because he effectively built community, right? And he he never made it just about him. He taught the people to teach the people to point them to Jesus. That's all our job is, not just my job. Everybody present, your job is to build community to have deep relationships, to love real hard, not because you have an objective or an agenda, to operate from a place of humility, 
because that's our responsibility. We can only govern that. Can't nobody govern that for us. It's our job, right? You got to get to a place where you have to um, know without a shadow of a doubt that you are on assignment. That's it. It's your job. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. Period. Do your job. Point them back to Jesus, whatever that looks like, however that process operates for you. Do your job, please and thanks. Anybody else? Hey, Dion, this is Sonia. Um, hey. You just you brought something back to me, and I, I want to thank you because if I wasn't on Declare Victory, it wouldn't have turned out right. Um, I was talking to a, um, a sister friend on Sunday, and she was just fed up and frustrated because of the angst between her and another woman. And I had to say, I, I talked to her, and this wasn't me. It was number the Lord himself, Holy Spirit talking to me. And I said, let me stop you real quick. Stop. I said, we're not here for that. The Lord has us here on assignment to help set order. We're here for the people, those that are out there broken and hurt. That's why he's using us here. That right there, that's a distraction. You got to see it for what it is. So come, come, come back, come back and sit mm-hmm. and talk with God because we're here for the hurt. That was us at one point in time. Well, I wasn't, what, it doesn't have to be what you, they were, what you were like. It's about, we were broken, bottom line. And he's still healing us, but he's using us for those that are coming in and even those that are outside these walls. So you can't get lost and distracted about what somebody does or what they do. You got to do what he asked you to do. That's what our assignment is. Look past all that. Look past all that. Love on them and keep it moving. And she says, okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Thank you. I said, hey, all right. Listen, the spirit of offense is the greatest vice that the enemy uses. Do, do you realize that in any type of a major athletic anything, the players watch tapes of their opponent. They learn the strategies and tactics of their opponent, not to empower or enthrone it, but to understand the strategies of shifting things. Nations can be shifted if you don't allow yourself to be fended. Right there, people on this call that have been on this call for years have been offended by stuff I say, I don't care. I, I don't. All I say is what I'm told. I don't have time to. And and at this point, listen. If y'all thought I said anything, don't don't let what I say offend you. Ask me to clarify why I said it, right? So that I can help you understand. I'm not here to hurt or harm anybody. Anywhere I go, I'm sent. I understand my assignment. And it does not mean that I get to say the sweet, now I'm not going to prophesy a car to you or how, that's not my job, right? My job is to bring order. That's my role. I build leaders. That's my job. I take what God gives me internally, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, and I help people help themselves to become free. People think that deliverance is throwing up and spitting up. It's not. Deliverance is mind-shifting. Deliverance is understanding laws, principles, and precepts, and knowing without a shadow of a doubt, none of it is personal. If Jesus could be on a cross, if he could be in the Garden of Gethsemane and say, Father, if it be your will, take this cup from me, 
and make an active decision while he hung on the cross, forgive them for they know not what they do. Who in hell do you think you are to hold somebody hostage to something they did to you? Get over your – that's narcissistic. That's not a surrendered yes. We have, to, we have to mature. That's the problem. We got a whole bunch of infant people. And even, even if you just got saved, listen, God can take you and grow you up so fast it will blow your mind. What took me 10 years to get. If you hear me, if you listen to the heart of the Father, because that's all I want to speak. I, I'm not it. My words are useless. I am. I have no power. I'm impotent according to the truth of God's word outside of Holy Spirit fueling me. Dion is all I am is a shell, and every single day of this shell's life, it's going to point to Jesus at some point. Even when, it's unco- even when I've been disrespected, when I've been dishonored, when I've been talked about, when I've been lied on, I don't care. It, I know it's not personal. The devil is mad at me, so mad, right, that my children are a target. And any time I let the wall down, the window down, the hedge down, they are at risk. I can't, I'm going to need too much from God. Right, so always know this. As opposed to being offended, ask the Lord questions so that he can reveal to you the truth in all of it. That's the only goal. Anybody else as we get ready to to tie it up? The truth will set you free. It will make you free. Mm -hmm. Make you free. Good morning, Dion. Well, 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 well. (laughs) Wait, hold on two seconds because I believe I heard joyful and then go pretty. Go ahead, joyful. Amen. (laughs) Um, I I, I did this exercise for us so that y'all will know. Just a minute, Naeem. That's my grandson. Um, You know, when we, when we, I believe that there is a, there's some, there's a form that we have filled out and there's three characters behind the Y-E-S that we said that we might not see. You know, if you do a word count in word, Naeem, can you hear me? Okay, thank you. Um, yes, it has three letters, but your document actually has a six, word, six letter count because there's a but. It's a yes, but. We filled out our yes to God and we have some N-A, non-applicable. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to challenge us to go back and take a look at our yes. And if there's a but or N-A anywhere inside of there, we got to get that out. And lastly, Dion, you talked about... Um, frustrating the enemy that's what we should be doing when we get up so if we have been frustrated i'm gonna tell us real quick frustrate means to prevent from progressing succeeding or being fulfilled so instead of us being frustrated or thwarted defeated uh circumvent disappointed derailed hampered hindered or stifled standing in the way of that's what frustration does that's what we ought to be doing against the kingdom of darkness and the work of the doggone enemy the bible tells us to have enmity with him so let's check our yes get any other characters off of our document if it's hidden white if you uh covered it if you set the opacity to 100 on your flyer to god yes there's some other things on there that we got to get out so we can be obedient fully to what he's asking us to do thank you Dion. absolutely and that's it and that's all in a nutshell I plan to frustrate him every day God wakes me up, every day. I would actually like him to be pissed off. It's fine. Feel for it. Very good. Pretty, go ahead. Good morning, Dion. what she said. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> 
But ain't nothing else needs to be said. Great declaration this morning. I love you. <laughs> I love you more. Anybody else? Hey, Dion, as we was you talking about it, I said, learn y'all, learn us, us, some first aid scriptures, honey, because hand me that bandage over there. Hand me that. Because it's going to be some days when you're going to get cut. Uh, slap, punch, gutter, not just by the word, but by the discipline and the love of God. He chastens those that he loves. His heart is full for us. So, you know, today being a day for me, it's going to be a day of celebration and rejoice. It's not going to be a day of grief. And I thank God for the ability to show me that who he is, that he still has me covered, that he still has my heart in his hands. So I love you, sis. Great, great, great. Have a great day. Love you more. Yeah, love you more. Amen. Is that is that all we we done? Y'all finish y'all finish with me. <laughs> love you. Love you. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, we're on the way to the doctor to get get um get get you know band aids and neosporin and everything else. Yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> hey, man. Well, listen. I pray that something that was said today convicted you. I pray that you are so uncomfortable that you do something different. I pray that I frustrated you to a place that you will begin to turn the tables on the enemy and frustrate him. I hope that if you've been living just as comfortably and conveniently without interruption, I pray that you're a little offended. I pray that you're so offended that you do something to, to ruffle the waters, to cause some type of a ripple effect. You have a responsibility. You are not sent here to live a frilly little life. That's unrealistic, completely unrealistic. If that be the case, you will have wasted your purpose. I encourage you. I implore you. I actually uh, compel you to go after God, to go after him like your life depends on it, because the reality is it is. It would be a crying shame to leave this earth full of purpose and promise and never to have achieved it. I mean, I'm leaving here empty. And whatever i got to surrender in order to get to it, my yes is full and complete. I have made my election sure, and I pray that you do the same thing, that he would get the glory out of your life. I pray much fruit. I pray multiplicity in every single area of your life that you would meet God empty and that he'd say, servant, well done, that you get to live in a fancy mansion. I don't want to live in no apartment when I get to heaven. <laughs> I want some help. I want somebody to have to help me uh, carry my crown around. Y'all keep all y'all claps down here. I'm cool. But when I get to glory, yeah, that's that's different. So I love you. I pray that you have a wonderful day. For those of you that are fasting, we'll meet right back here, 5 p.m., um, and if not, I will see you in hear you in the morning for the last allotment of surrender before we walk into suddenly. Suddenly is March's theme. Isn't that something? <laughs> I love Holy Ghost. 
he's pretty dope. All right, guys, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Many blessings. Bye, y'all. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wonderful.